I actually feel very strongly about this is that we need to have Medicare for all. As we barrel towards 2020, almost every Democratic candidate looking to gain the party nomination has declared that they will work towards a universal health care system, also known as Medicare for all. It could be Medicare for all. That's what Medicare for all is all about. But what is Medicare for all and what are the costs and benefits of it? We'll explore all of these questions in the upcoming segments that are each biased towards one side. Stay with us. This is The Flip Side. First, a bit of context. Before we can look into the reported costs and benefits of Medicare for All, we have to have a clear idea of what it is. Medicare, according to its website, provides medical and hospital insurance as well as coverage for prescription drugs to the elderly, certain young people with disabilities, and others with certain illnesses. Expanding this program to all Americans would create a universal healthcare system. We'll hear more about it in a minute. We're switching up the format this episode. Instead of a three-segment debate, we're trying out the following. Two news stories, each three to four minutes long, with expo opposing biases. We'd love to hear what you think of the changes. We'll now move into the news story that leans pro-Medicare for All. Medicare for All has seemed for decades to be a far out of reach policy. Yet progressive lawmakers have never ceased to push the envelope with Senator Bernie Sanders leading the charge. Today, we say the function of a rational health care system is to provide quality care to all in a cost-effective way. So how would this work? Private insurers would no longer be necessary and the federal government would serve as the only insurance company. They would be able to set affordable pricing as well as provide partial or whole coverage for all Americans for most treatments. Most importantly, America would join the futuristic world in which almost every other industrialized country in the world has a single-payer healthcare system. The greed of the pharmaceutical and private insurance companies would cease to exist. This program would benefit consumers in a number of ways. The first being that it would lower costs for consumers. Americans spend far more on healthcare than any other country that has a universal healthcare system. The New York Times reported that the Sanders plan would charge no premiums, require no out-of-pocket spending, and would pay for services like dental care and long-term nursing home stays. The New York Times also said that the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which looks at a group of developed countries, has found that the United States pays substantially higher prices for doctors, hospital stays, and prescription drugs than those in single-payer systems. Now, those who oppose the plan have claimed that the cost would actually go up and that the price tag for the plan is too high, but Democrats have fought back. While, depending on your income, your taxes may go up to pay for this publicly funded program, that expense will be more than offset by the money you are saving by the elimination of private insurance costs. But that isn't all. Sanders has pointed out the added benefits to consumers. It also ends the complexity of a system which adds enormous stress at a time when people need it the least. 
All in all, creating a Medicare for All system would allow consumers to fight back against the greed of the private healthcare industry. And today, we tell the drug companies that the American people are sick and tired of the greed of the pharmaceutical industry. We are no longer going to get ripped off and pay the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs on the Medicare for All. We're going to negotiate negotiate lower drug prices for the government and for every single American. We'll now move into the news story that leans anti-Medicare for All. The majority of Americans support Medicare for All, but when they actually hear the details of the plan, it's a different story. The Kaiser Family Foundation found in 2019 that 56% of Americans favor a single-payer system. Yet 60% oppose it when they are told that they would be paying higher taxes to support the plan. And the price tag is just one of the details the backers have stayed away from. A single-payer system, like Medicare for All, would bring a huge price tag along with it. New study says the estimated cost for Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All, $32.6 trillion bucks over 10 years. That's double what Bernie Sanders said it would be about a few years ago. This plan would cost taxpayers $3.2 trillion per year. Now, some lawmakers, such as Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, have proposed a 70% tax rate on the highest incomes. However, the Economist reported that the extra revenue from such a plan would account to just $12 billion more per year. That's just 0.3% of the total cost per year of a single-payer system. On top of the added taxpayer cost would come the implications of the private sector disappearing and average Americans bearing the cost. Consumers would no longer see the drive of innovation because the healthcare industry would be ruled by a government agency. According to the American Enterprise Institute, three separate analyses concluded that 85% of the drugs approved by the FDA since 1988 arose solely from research and development performed within the industry. The Milken Institute also reported that the U.S. leads humongously in the creation of new drugs. Countries with single-payer systems, of course, lag behind. All of this innovation would be lost if the private health care sector disappears. There is precedent in America of bringing the government into the private sector business. The most significant example of this was Obamacare, and Democrats themselves admit the premiums went up due to this Of course, Obamacare has serious problems. Deductibles are too high, premiums are too high, the cost of health care is going up at a much faster rate than it should. In addition to higher costs, the quality of care would rapidly decrease. Americans have seen what happens in other countries that go to the single-payer route. According to The Guardian, you are 45% more likely to die in British hospitals than in the U.S., and wait times are far longer in single-payer countries. Worst of all, evidence shows that doctors would be paid less. Therefore, they would just pick up and leave and go to a different country. Right now, American doctors are already refusing Medicare patients. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, one in five U.S. doctors refuse new Medicare patients this year. Democrats continue to back this program despite its huge price tag and negative implications. Sounds like my 13-year-old daughter's idea of expenditures. You know, she just (laughs) chooses what she wants and we're going to pay. 
That's it for the flip side this week, but one last thing. You may be confused if you hear about proposals similar to Medicare for All. It is because the proposal was once described as single-payer, but politicians have found that the label Medicare for All sells better than single-payer. They're the same idea, just with different names. Thanks for taking the time to listen. We'd love to hear what you think of the new format, as well as the podcast as a whole, by contacting hello at flipsidepod at gmail.com. It always helps us out if you would take two minutes to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Behind the scenes, we have Noah Kagi as our music and audio producer. Tabitha Reeves is our social media consultant, and Arlie Peterson is our graphic designer. It's March 21st. We'll see you next week.